This time on TNT. Is Pearson International Airport really as bad as they say it is these days? We play a new game that Anna taught me, Snaps. And who or what even is Young Gravy? That's all coming up right now on TNT. Hello! There he is. 302 times. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Um, the last couple of weeks have been, we've been sucking the marrow from the bone of summer hard. Yeah. We were camping in uh, um, the States, and then last week we were in Chicago. That's good. I like that. It's, um, just pour, it's just pouring buckets right now outside. Oh, it's because God's crying because summer's over. Well, no, the su- it, it's sunny and it's just pouring buckets. Oh, I like that. I don't know what's going on. It's all over the map. It's like a backlit Sprite commercial. Just a lot of unexpected rain for August, for sure. But still, I'm sure we need it somewhere. But still. Um, I tell you what, the grass is getting greener as we speak here. Well, the ground here is so hard because it has not rained at all. Yeah. Um, So we need it. Maybe it's coming our way next. Yeah, it's not raining in a lot of places. Which um, is the problem. So, Taggart... But anyway. The, I, I want to talk about our trip to Chicago because I, I don't want to um, just pile on the anti-Pearson sentiment of how hard it is to travel through Pearson Airport. But I Comparatively? do... Comparatively? Comparative to other airports, it's a doozy. Well, here's what I do want to talk about, and it's a a question that I am posing to us societally. Um, So we went to Chicago. We were invited to visit this production company that I work with a lot, and a lot of my favorite people are there, and they have a summer camp where they all get together in the summer and, you know, learn about new initiatives and uh, diversity and inclusion and strategize and uh, pump each other up. And I was invited to be a special guest there, and I was happy to go, and they were kind enough to invite my girls to come with me, and we went to a Cubs game, and it was awesome. Amazing. Perfect. So in booking an itinerary, and again, let me preface it by saying it's a privilege to get to go on a trip. It's not a right. It's not something everybody gets to do. I'm completely well aware of... uh, the fact that not everybody gets to go somewhere, like all of those things that you <laughs> have is, to say. There's a lot of cushioning coming out here. For I know. This, this story, man. And I saw, like, I saw really a clip with Steve Harvey this morning where a young woman was saying something and then she said, but, and he said, I'm going to stop you there. My dad always said, when you say but, everything you've said before the but is erased. Because you're just, you're just soft shoeing before you get to the point. Let me... Let me explain. I have heard that it's hard to get through Pearson Airport right now. I know there are a lot of airport delays. I know a lot of airport staff and airline staff were let go. So maybe the people that have been hired aren't up to speed on things like attaching the jet bridge to the plane. Like that's all, um, as we've said before, the world is a little rusty. Yeah. So uh, here's what I did. In, In designing our trip, I picked a flight to Toronto, and then a connection to Chicago for the sole purpose that there were two more flights to Chicago that day. So I figured if we didn't, if we missed our connection, if customs is as long a lineup as they say it is, we'll still get to our destination. So I planned and padded and allowed for this. So sure enough, there's a delay out of Halifax. We miss our connection uh, in Toronto. Um, Standing in lines for, for hours. Like I haven't spent so much time standing in line for things uh, in a really long time and it was it was uh it was wild how much time we spent in line anyway so so does this have to do with like border crossings or just like domestic flights or hell as well um domestic flights are as well yeah uh security is um i i don't know if security is slow or if more people are traveling or if they're having staffing issues or if more people are new like i'm really trying to understand i don't just want to be entitled traveler guy who's like 
this thing sucks. I'm really trying to understand what is at the root of it. But yeah. I know, uh, so uh, we missed our connection, as predicted. Uh, there wasn't room for us on either of the next two flights. So we weren't going to get to Chicago that day, so we're in Toronto. Uh, okay. Air Canada books us the next morning at 7.55. They offer us a hotel. Um, we come back to the airport the next morning at 5 and wouldn't have made our plane because customs was actually, like we were in the security line and they kept shutting down customs because there were too many people in the customs hall. So we were in line for over two hours and weren't even in the hall where you're in line to go through customs. We were in the hall before the hall before the hall when I get a text saying our flight is canceled. So not... Um, oh, man. We left home Monday yeah. at 1.55. So Tuesday morning, we go for the 7.55 flight. It's about 7. We're not through customs. We've been there since 5. We get a text saying the flight's canceled. Uh, what this airline offered us was a flight to Chicago Wednesday afternoon at 4.30 p.m. Uh, that obviously doesn't work. The lineup for domestic flights at Pearson was almost down to U.S. departures, so probably a two-hour process to just get so, through security to go on a domestic flight. So it's not so often this that... Is, how, hold on. Hold on to, so this is at what time of day now? You've been there for trying to get on a flight at this point for 24 hours? Yeah. Or like, yeah. Okay, yeah, so you're so, trying to get out that night even. We're in Toronto, like uh, it's 7 in the morning, um, and we, we already can't get to Chicago that whole day. Ugh. So they offer us the following afternoon. So the choices are, do we cut our losses and just say, let's fly home, forget it, it's not working. But then we have when's, to get in that sorry. line. And when's the event that you have to be at? Like, is that like Thursday? Tuesday afternoon at 4.30. Okay. So they're offering us Wednesday afternoon at 4.30 Chicago to <laughs> Toronto to Chicago. Well, that doesn't work. The idea of getting back in the line to just go back to Halifax doesn't work. Oh, man. So we turn around and we're like, well, okay, let's, let's get out of this line because we're not getting anywhere. We've been in it for over two hours. Are we know our flight's canceled. Let's just get out of here. So the only way out was through Canada Customs. And the person's like, did you fill out an Arrive can? Like, wh what? <laughs> no, we didn't. Well, how long have you been out of the country? We, we haven't. Like, just none of it. Is, like, we're caught in this weird gray zone between A and B. Long story yeah. slightly longer, we chose to rent a car and drive to oh. Chicago. <laughs> Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, because the girls were like, what? Well, we have to go. It's going to be fun. So we rented a car and drove the seven and a half hours, which, by the way, was still much faster than the airline would have gotten us there. But yeah. more so, um, there, there are a, a couple of sort of issues that, that I'm really interested in. What are we going to do as a society of impatient people who won't put up with stuff when these wrinkles and bumps are going to take a really long time. Like, it's not like every time I've gone, it's getting slightly better or things are getting worked out. Like, it's not working right now. Yeah. Well, there's so, clearly staff issues. And exactly. And I don't know whether that's, that's because, you know, costs aren't the same and there's not enough revenue to pay or they're using that as an excuse to, to pay even less or less. You know what I mean? Like just using that because of COVID, they don't have to have that many people and they just don't hire anybody. I don't know what it is, but it's, uh, in terms of people traveling, there's, they're all, they all want to travel at the same. There's no difference there. Exactly. So, so and I it's still the best way to the, travel. Right? It's not yeah. like you'll be like, you know what? I'm going to take the train. No, I know. If you're like, well, it's uh, an hour flight versus seven hour drive. <laughs> like, that's a big difference. But I know, now, but I'll tell you, when we got in the car and we were controlling our own destiny, we no, were all pumped. Better. Yeah. 
Like, okay, at least we can decide when we leave and when we don't. This, like, we're not in America, but we're not in Canada. Our American flight's not going. Our Canadian flight would be another three-hour line to get home. Like the other like, thing is, like, did you have to find a place because you were gonna, you weren't going to drive back to Toronto and fly home, right? You're going to like, the, did you have to leave the car in Chicago? Okay, so here's the thing. That's the other. That's not cheap to do. Shout that out that. to our bud Andrew Stokely who turned me on to National Rental Car. First yeah. of all, National Rental Car will match your status. So if you have good status on an airline, National Rental Car will match it. Second of all, you get to pick your car, and that's fun. Right? You get to mm-hmm. walk out and be like, do I want that gray one or should I take the white one? It's a little thing, but it's kind of pleasing. And then the third yeah. thing is, guess what the one-way drop-off charge was from National Rental Car to drop in another country at an airport? I can't believe this. What? $96. Okay. See, I would have been like, sorry, that will be two grand. Like oh, you and I had to, had to deal with that all the time on just touring in Canada. Forget about border crossings. I know. I know. We rent in Regina and drop oh. in Saskatoon, an extra like, 800. Yeah, man. It's like unbelievable. So it would have been, I looked at dropping it in Windsor. Like I don't want to drive it all the way back to Toronto. So what if I drive it back to Windsor and ditch it there? Would have been 1700 bucks just on Expedia, not national. <laughs> um oh. So this is what we decided to do because like you can only make a decision with the information you have. So, okay, right now we're not getting to Chicago today on a plane. Do we want to go home or do we want to drive? We want to drive. Okay. So we'll figure out our return portion as we drive because we have, it turns out, seven and a half hours. So um, this is what we did. We kept our Toronto Halifax return flight and we moved our Chicago Chicago Toronto flight till six in the morning. So we would have six hours at Pearson on the way back and at least be like, okay, surely that's enough time. You know what happened on the way back? It was just two seconds, right? Yeah. Yeah. Got through customs in three seconds. Didn't have to go through security again. So it was eight 15 and our flight didn't leave till two. And we were like at the gate. So you're just like hanging out at Weber's all day or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like eating at the, was it Roger Mooking's place? Yeah, yeah. Well, the fun thing was <laughs> Air Canada gave us uh, $10 meal vouchers. So we each got two of those for our inconvenience on uh, the way there. So it was like a spending spree. But the relay woman didn't want to take the Air Canada money because it's supposed to be a meal voucher. Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory didn't. And the makeup place, Mac wouldn't take it. Um, but they would take it at food places and it kind of depends who you got elsewhere. So that killed some time. Like, all right, we each have 20 bucks. Where do you want to spend it? Man. Unbelievable. Anyway, my, my point is it's not going to get better anytime soon. So just know, like just plan for it and expect it to suck and expect the pinch point and know it's coming. And that way it won't hurt as much but you see why i'm prefacing it with all the like i know i get it it's we're lucky to be able to do that i'm just saying but i think it's crazy i think it's going if if you're going to the states is the problem period i guess is the, the hardest issue to get deal with especially probably like a major city during prime day time hours well, that's why I thought the Windsor sneak might be the move because we cross the border yeah. with the rental car, then go in through a smaller airport. We've already cleared yeah. customs. We're already in that security. Be, yeah, you get a flight, no problem. So it's almost worth, if you can, flying out of a yeah. smaller airport. But I wasn't even sure we'd be allowed to drive a rental car across the border. But they didn't yeah, that's care. That's, yeah. They didn't care. That's and it. his computer went down at the border. But I've never heard of like, oh yeah, customs is closed. What do you mean it's closed? Yeah, We're just closed down a bit because there's too many people. That's not good. We'll Two more things on this little trip. One is we expect people working there to have the same emotional investment in the outcome of our trip. That's not reasonable. They don't. Yeah, no. So people shrug their shoulders and like, well... Every, like the guy beside me at the Air Canada desk was yelling, 
seven hours of my time is worth more than a $10 meal voucher. And he's right, but it's not the woman <laughs> he's yelling at's fault, that's for sure. And imagine no, going no. to work every day at Pearson knowing, who am I going to get shrieked at today? Like I'm surprised you... Like I'm surprised you didn't see people beating, fighting, getting in fights with that kind of tension going. I know, on. I know. Every, everyone has a point. That's the problem, including yeah. the airline people, the airport workers, the grounds crew, the pilots, the passengers. Everyone has a valid point, but as long as we're shrieking at each other, nothing's going to get better. So the problem so is, you- if you're Air Canada, say, and everyone want something like how do you put a value on okay we had to rent a car and drive to chicago we were a full day um out uh from our trip we lost a full day we incurred the cost of a rental car and a one-way drop-off um what's that worth but if everyone who loses a bag and everyone whose delay misses a flight and gets canceled and whatever is saying you need to give me something the airline also has to draw a really hard line in the sand to say, well, we can't give everyone everything. Mm-hmm. That's well, the I gotta crazy give, thing. Uh, kudos to the girls for uh, dealing with all that craziness. That must have been awful. Do you know what, though? The, wait, the waiting around and just standing in lines and just... But there was... Oh, we got to leave the line and go to this other <laughs> line? That's, that's the worst. There was good people watching and they're... Uh, pretty seasoned travelers as your guys are too. And um, you forget when you're a kid, like we, we, Carol and I probably would have thrown in the towel, but the girls were like, what? Come on. We've been looking forward to this all summer. So, That's awesome. so you, That's you so, force they got it. You guys grounded, right? Yeah, they did. And we get in the yeah. rental car and we're driving. And I say, does anyone want to stop at the en route to get a sandwich at Tim Hortons? And they're like, oh, really? Like the yeah, the right. little like things and the change of scenery and being with your parents and all that stuff means everything. Yeah, that's wicked. Well, good. You finally you had a good time in Chicago. Once we you did, and there. we did all the like deep dish pizza, pizza, and um, yeah. went to American Girl Doll Cafe for lunch, and it was like two hundred dollar cat food, and it yeah. took a really long time. But at the end of the week, you say to them, like, what was your favorite part? And they were like, remember lunch at the American Girl Cafe? Like, oh, all man, right. For sure. Well, it's like the uh, Rainforest Cafe. Remember when you're taking kids there, they're all excited. And it's like the food comes and it's like, oh, man, we have to eat this shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's cat food in the shape of a brontosaurus. <laughs> or yeah. even just like. Burnt broccoli and like a tomato and like a breast of chicken. That's all gross. Um, It's a good city, though. And so uh, we're staying at the Pendry Hotel, which is a really nice hotel. And I get on the elevator one morning with the girls and a guy is wearing a lanyard that says crew. And I said, oh, what are you uh, uh, crew for? And it was first thing in the morning. He said, oh, for a K-pop band. Um Uh, we're on tour right now. And I said, oh, are you going over to the venue to set up? And he said, yeah. Um, So I was just kind of asking, like, how how long have you been on tour? And, well, since kind of the second week of July. And I said, how's it going? You guys getting any traction? And he said, yeah, um, we play forty to 50,000 stadiums every night. (laughs) Like, what? This K-pop band is called Seventeen. There's 13 members, three Prevost tour buses outside the hotel, and they're just crushing it. Because they're sneaky on like some circuit that's totally directed to like 10-year-olds. Exactly. So you, have no, you have no idea it's happening. Never heard of them. But like I know BTS, <laughs> but, yeah, but, but 17 I news. didn't know, and 50,000 seats every night. Playing like like football places. Yeah. And that's not big enough. Well, to the point where I had two little girls with me, and he was kind of trying to be coy about who he worked for and what he was doing there, because I guess he didn't want my girls to sneak into laundry bins to try to get to meet them. Like, for all he knew, they were super fans. Yeah. Man. Yikers. There you go. 
So I've been excited so, so, to talk to you because I wanted to talk about the uh, travel wrinkles and what the future holds, but also my uh, entrance to Wilson Dow. Oh, yeah, yeah. I posted on the internet. It was a uh, um, classic Jack Tripper Pratt fall. Yes, you felt, and it's not not like uh, carpeted stairs. We're talking industrial steel stairs. Exactly, and I didn't get a rehearsal because. Uh, the people that I was surprising were downstairs. So they invited me to be a special guest at their summer camp. And I knew these people are producers and creative directors, and they've seen like every marching band, rollerblades, um, uh, smashed glass, uh, special surprise performer. They've seen every opening experience possible. So I wanted to really... Uh, take their worst nightmare hostage, which is something going wrong. And that they're all just wired to like hold their breath and hope that the show goes okay. So I thought someone falling down the stairs was a good move. And I I knew they would know it was me by the hair if I didn't have a mask on. So I bought a mask at Party City, which I think might have been Joe Biden. The mask? (laughs) Yeah, I think it's Joe Biden. And it had a baseball hat on that said, I heart bingo. Um, but it was their casino night. They were raising money for charity. So I had this like hat with dice on it and a sequins jacket. So, uh, some, some bud asked on the internet, I hope you guys dissect it on the next episode and talk about the fall. This is my father-in-law had a great idea. Cause I, I mentioned beforehand that I was going to do this and half the people in the room still weren't sure if it was real or fake. Like, are you okay? Like really thought I'd slipped and fallen, which is, and you're like, no, I meant to do that. And you're like, yeah, sure you did pal. Yeah. The only (laughs) proof I have, there are two, two bits of proof. One is the, um, woman who was my Confederate, uh, at Wilson Dow who invited me and knew I was coming. I told her that I was going to do that before. And the second thing is, my father-in-law said, who's a very logical, practical guy, you should be carrying something that you drop that will make a noise that will do two things. One is divert the eye, because people will be looking at the thing that fell, so you can sell the fall yeah. harder. And the second thing is, it'll make a racket to kind of increase the catastrophic yeah. nature of it. So I had a little plastic bucket full of like, paper clips and pens and metal magnets and stuff. So I dropped that first and you can see everything go flying. And uh, then I went down the stairs on my hip. Your instinct was that I was doing most of the work by holding onto the railing, right? Well, I was saying it, it looked like, cause I know you've told, you've told me you do that and you're like, yes, I can fall down the stairs and I've seen you do it a couple times. Yeah. But, but uh, I was just thinking of the technique like there, cause there has to be a technique so you don't get hurt every time. And I was thinking, well, is most of the weight on your, on that railing? Cause you got the, the hand on the railing. I was wondering, is it like, cause I guess if you had maybe even like a, your out al- up to your elbow, you could probably hold up a lot of weight. So you're not getting crushed on the, on your butt hitting the steps on yep. the way down. Cause you're literally acting. The stairs become a slide, right? So you're yeah. just trying to control the, the fall. So, yeah, so I imagine you, you're 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 kind of controlling it with the that railing. That's probably your savior in the move, right? Yeah, there are there are a couple of things you want to consider. One is you want your body to be as kind of flat and plank-like as possible, the downside yeah. anyway. But the upside yeah. leg you can get loose with and party and make it kind of swing up either on the rail or above the rail. So that that makes it seem more catastrophic too. The other yeah. thing is there are parts of your body that can withstand uh, bumps and knocks and not get hurt. You don't want your elbow to be the first point of impact. No, that would um, be bad. And you have to protect your head, obviously. But everything else, like as long as it's not knee or elbow first, everything else is pretty malleable. Um, yeah, so, so it's you, not necessarily, there's not a lot of weight on the rail. It's no. It's more a, gui- a guide. Yeah. If things go off, you, at least you have it. Yeah, yeah. You could, could like pull yourself up by the rail. Like you, um, yeah, you could, you wouldn't do it without the holding the rail. Yes. Like you got to hold the rail. Yeah, right? you got to hold yeah. the rail. 
Um, Because if not, I think your elbow would naturally kind of bend and that could be be. bad news bears. But I was I was quite pleased with it. And I was quite pleased with the reaction because they knew a special guest was coming. but They didn't know who or a surprise, I should say. And Mm -hmm. the audio is almost as good as the video because the uh, sound is like, oh, my. And then I take the thing off and people are like, hey, and you hear one person go, I knew it. Um, (laughs) so it made me feel really welcome and, and, uh, happy that we made all that extra effort too. And there's, there's a salt, like, like, even so, like the, uh, I was saying to you earlier, like, even so, like it it looked like, even though you're doing it and you're falling down the stairs and you've done it before, like it's, you're taking some impact on your arse. Sure. Like you definitely are. There's no lying about that. Yeah. It was more my hip, I would say. But I kept waiting yeah. it for it to be like people were saying, "Oh, tomorrow you'll be sore." I never was. I, d- I didn't feel it the next day or anything. Yeah. Um, but mostly, I was just psyched that it uh, seemed to go so well. Mostly because those are some sharp industrial stairs. They're not exactly like the basement going down into the rec room. Exactly. Yeah. But those things had some sh- some edge to them. Well, like yeah, the and stairs. There's a woman who works at the front desk there, and she said afterwards, every day I live in fear that someone's going to fall down those stairs. And I heard the noise. She was sitting at her desk and thought, of course, today's the day. Um, oh, my God. But if I'd been feeling mean, like I could have lied there for a few seconds and really like made someone rush over. Cladenberg and I used to do that. We used to uh, fall full on like you're going to sue the place vibes. Yeah. And the object of the thing was if someone ran over and said, oh, are you okay?" That was like that was a good one. You got a point for that. You sold it. (laughs) So you guys would do that to each other just to mess with the scene. Yeah. And we'd also make calls places and try to sneak the word mafia in there. Yeah. (laughs) Like call shoppers. Can you tell me what time you mafia closed tonight? Yeah. See how fast you can say it. <laughs> so funny. Hey, so I I got to talk about my gig with Tara Lightfoot. How did it go? Last, uh, it was fantastic. It was I saw great. she posted a picture of you guys rehearsing together. Where yeah. was it? The rehearsal was at at uh, in, at Link's rehearsal place, but the gig was in Creemore, the Copper Kettle Festival, I believe it was. Wow. And uh, it was awesome, man. I, we had we only had one rehearsal and Eli the bass player could you know he, he lives in Kingston so it was far so just me and Tara had a day where we went through the songs so there was, was a little bit of nerves like not playing as a three piece but I mean once we started it was perfect it was great it was awesome it was really fun to play and uh you know jam out with great people they're really nice folks and we uh had a great day we went over to uh our friend Warren and Robin's place. You've met Robin before. Yeah. And, and uh, Warren's got a beautiful uh, kind of a country farm with apples and all kinds of vegetables. And so we just had a nice night there for a little while. It was great. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, we were there with all, all the family was there. Mike was there. My buddy who plays in the, the other band, the Red Shoes band, Bods. And... Uh, it's it's uh, it was beautiful. It's like such a nice day to be up in in Creamore and up in the in the headwaters. It's just such a yeah, I love it up there. She has major fans too, doesn't she? People love her. Yeah, well, she's uh, if you see her, uh, you just know instantly that the just she she's such a great performer and a yeah. wicked guitar player. So it was uh, fun. So hopefully we'll do more shows. I uh, I bet she was so happy to have you too. Yeah, it was great, man. It really was a really good time. It and was, was it fun. outdoors? Yeah, yeah. And it was a beautiful day. A little warm, but yeah. How did it warm, feel? Beautiful. Felt great. Yeah. Felt really good. Were there any nice. songs that when they were starting, you were like, oh, what's this one again? No, but there was an element of, because it was a kind of a a daytime stage, and the way the stage was set up, the, the bass kind of created a big low we I call it a bass trap but uh when we did the the sound check and then during the show the bass was just so loud that it kind of if if you're if you're if the bass becomes loud it kind of ends up not even being the bass yeah right playing 
It's just this bass kind of that becomes created and then it like kind of turns the music and the notes to like a different semitone or something. So you don't hear the melody the same way. So there was a little bit of like, what's happening? I'm just fighting through to, to uh, keep it together in a couple moments. But like overall, it was awesome. Is that an in-ear but- situation? No, if any musician, if you know what a bass trap is, it's just if you all of a sudden you hear it, it, it you just it's hard to differentiate what where what the melody of the note, the actual note value is. So it just kind of creates a little bit of you just hear the rhythm of stuff, and uh, without the notes, you don't. It's harder to feel it, you know. So it was it was just a couple moments of that with the bass, but other than that, it was like. A, a total gas and, and a great time. And it was... Is that like, um, uh, that's R and B, right? Is that who's there? Like, are there lots of people tenting and like, who's the crowd there? Locals, local crowd, just, uh, people of, I guess the area from Collingwood to, to Mansfield, my old stomping grounds, you know, like just anyone coming around just to hang out for the day. There's vendors and, uh, local food and all that stuff. You know how it is. The summertime. It's a great it's a little summer small town. Cream. Great. It's great. Uh, did Lisa go? Uh, yeah, yeah, it, and then, yeah. It was also nice to go out to be at a show and uh, you know hanging out and listening to live music. Yeah, it really is. Uh, you forget about that stuff. And mostly we've been hanging out. And the other thing that's been a bummer is Lisa's mom, who lives with us, Shirley. She uh, had a fall. Oh, no. Broke her tailbone. Oh, no. Yeah, so she's been in pain the last couple of weeks. She's just starting to get a little bit better. Aww. But we've had a lot of uh, like care workers and nurses coming in throughout the last couple of weeks. Oh, bless her heart. So it's just been, yeah, she's, she's hanging in there. She's doing good. She's a lot better than she was last week. So she's... Uh, She's doing all right. We've Aww. been watching a lot of uh, Better Call Saul. With her? Just to, yeah, sure. She loves it. She really? actually well, she usually her favorite is thing is uh, sports, right? So it's either the Blue Jays game or the Leafs game or the Senators games. <laughs> um. So there's always a Jays game on too. So it's good. I'll tell you, we all loved going to. First of all, we loved that city, but going to a Cubs game at Wrigley was really yeah. special. It is. Like it's that little park. neighborhood park. And yeah. uh, it's so intimate and small, and masks still crawl up and change the score by hand yeah. on the yeah. scoreboard. Like you really yeah. feel like I, I thought it, uh, that was really an American experience to go to a Cubs afternoon game at Wrigley and have a hot dog and some Chicago mix and watch yeah, baseball. Sure. Like, it, it was great. Literally where Chicago mix probably came from. Yeah, I bet it is. Wrig- Wrig- Wrigley Field. Yeah. Someone saying, I want some of the cheddar and the, and the, the toffee there. Yeah. I learned a lot of, about the city from my friend Sammy, who told me that after the fire... When they were rebuilding, they learned a lot from New York. They didn't want it to be dark on the sidewalks the way some places are in New York. So they created buildings out of reflective surfaces so the sun would always shine down into the shadowy pockets. Mm. Um, And they made the streets wider and the sidewalks wider. So for such a big city, you can get kind of long vistas in a way that you can't that's why. That's probably why the wind rips around so much. Exactly. Too, like that shi- was the shiny, shiny surfaces just burling around. They're like, no, we want it to be the shiny city. Like, sorry, bud, it's windy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, That's what you get. No, 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 but shiny. No, well, it's sure windy. windy. It's the first thing people sure. think. <laughs> no, shiny, reflective, the, the reflective the, city. No, nope. sorry, bud. <laughs> Be the guy, uh, like actual, like the name in cities guy. Yeah, Oof, it's been, it's kind of windy here, eh? Holy yeah, but it's moly, shiny. it's windy. Do you notice how shiny it is? No, I don't think it's shiny. It's more windy. I just, I don't. What shine? I'm windy everywhere around a corner. I'm getting gusted. No, come on, it's 
it's it's shiny. <laughs> Chicago, the windy city. Oh no, the shiny. St- okay. <laughs> Let's take a break, bud. I'll take a break. Hello. Okay, so we're gonna play a game that you play with Anna. Yeah. And it's gonna start with you explaining what the game is, so I understand, so the buds understand. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know where Anna found it. It's probably an internet game. You know how kids are; where they'll find something. But it's called Snaps. Okay. And what Snaps is, there's probably some buds out there to play it, but Anna does likes to play <laughs> it, and Lisa gets it too. So what you, how it works is, you have to say. <laughs> The name of the game is Snaps off the top. Okay. And then you spell out a word or more than one word by saying sentences for each letter, right? Okay. So if you want if you want to do like fart, you say the name of the game is Snaps and then you go, "Finally, I say something." For- I snap, I snap right there. That means uh, A E I O U. Is that, so you always snap the vowel, right? Okay. So it, I snapped once, so it's an A. And then you leave a break of sound, and then you go, R- really, today? And then another break to leave for the next letter. There you go again. And that spells out F-A-R-T. Fart. Okay. So yeah. So if it's E, for example, if I, if I was doing uh, the... I would say the name of the game is Snaps. Today, I learned something interesting. Yeah. However, I don't want to share it with you. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I got it. I love this. All right. It's a game that anybody can win. (laughs) Totally right. But you always start with the name (laughs) of the game is Snaps. Snaps. And if there's two words, you say... The name of the game is not snaps, and that gives you a, like oh. you know a space. So if it wants to be longer than one word, okay. And is so this analo- a, and, is it a time passer or is there like no, can one of us win? You gotta kind of go like a, at a at a good clip, but oh, I, I find it. myself I find myself uh, like asking Anna to start over a few times because she'll. She'll start ripping. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the and the and the sentences don't have to have anything to do with each other. Oh, right. It so it doesn't make sense. It can just be a sentence. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So, so you, you want you want you feel ready to start? No. Yeah. Or but you want me to? Start? I understand the game. I want you to go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Here we go. Okay. You ready? Yes. <clears throat> Uh, hold on, I don't like that one. I'm gonna switch it. Um, but you have to start by saying the name of the game is Snaps. Yes, yes. So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with you. I'm gonna start with a two words. Okay. So the name of the game is not Snaps. Well, no, that's all, I say that in the middle, not off the top. Okay, got it. You know what I mean? I don't only you only say that when you want to make a space. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay? Yes. Okay, so here we go. Okay. The name of the game is Snaps. I'm aware. What are you doing today? How did we get here? <laughs> takes, a, takes one to know one. Very nice suit. I know what the it name is. of the game. I'd like to solve the, the puzzle. The, yeah. Whatever salad. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You, I, was, I was just about to hit you that the name of the game is not. I love it. This. Oh, I love this game so much. <laughs> I'd like to solve the puzzle. Whatever salad. Um. So. Question, are you allowed to write it down as you go, or you have to remember it in your head and that's the whole thing? Well, you're supposed to kind of go off your head, but yeah, yeah, I mean, for the sake of the buzz, if you need to write it down, if it's longer, I guess you can. It's like coding, keeping the code. Right. Um, Okay. So so you get get to go. One question, is why a vowel or a consonant? 
A-E-I-O-U, sometimes Y would be another snap. So keep on snapping. So, so why I snap? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, there's a little hint. <clears throat> here, here. Okay, oh, ready? Really? Okay. I'm, I'm ready. The name of the game is Snaps. Yeah. Don't think I've played this game before because I haven't. Never underestimate my ability to play, though. <laughs> Key to this game is pacing yourself and not going too fast. <laughs> the Can name of the it? game is not Snaps. <laughs> Can I solve it? Yeah. Are you gonna do Donkey Fister? <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you gonna do? No, the first part of that is right. Yeah. Don oh, it's Donkey something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess you gotta keep going. Uh, okay. <clears throat> the name okay, of the game so is not Snaps. Yeah. Can you believe you thought you could solve the puzzle? Lawrence actually played this game before and was surprisingly good at it. Neil, on the other hand, wasn't. Okay, can I solve yes. this? Donkey Clinic? Yeah! <laughs> yes! Donkey Clinic. How have we never played Snaps before? It's the best. <laughs> Because then you could have categories like, um, okay, I, uh, I do another one for you, right? Yeah. The category, do you want a category? <laughs> sure. Okay. So I, I oh, yeah, I'll, I'll say the thing. Category. Give me a category. Categories movies. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> the game is called Snaps. I'm doing it, aren't I? I'm doing it. Oh, what? didn't you just do it? Oh, yeah, I just Donkey did it. You clinic? do it. Yeah, yeah. Why you do it? <laughs> I gotta do it. <laughs> okay, I'll start. I was okay, just ready? so excited. M movies. Okay. Okay. The name of the game is Snaps. <laughs> I'm aware. Golly, this is a tasty ice cream. Holy cow. That's a huge horse. <laughs> Some house this is, eh? <laughs> Tomorrow's gonna be fantastic weather, I hear. <laughs> really, really good to see you, George. Stylish hairdo, Greg. <laughs> That's it. You got it? Or no. did, I, did I miss? Huh? I couldn't. Oh no, I'm, I totally somehow screwed it up. Where did I go in that spelling? Ghosters? Yeah, I, I forgot the bust part. <laughs> I went to, from Ghostbusters, I went just Ghosters. Ghosters. <laughs> the bust is yet oh, to Oh, I blew come. myself up. Um, but, you yeah, know where I bad. thought it was See, going for a second? I thought it was going to be how... Gork Gak. <laughs> And I was like, Gork, the sneaky yeah, it should have been Gorkak. Alt spelling. <laughs> that would have been a movie. But yeah, I uh, I got lost. That's how you can get lost playing this. Uh, yeah, you sure right can. <laughs> but it's a good like it's a good mental because uh, uh, like um, exercise, yeah, gymnastics. Because like if you sometimes like it's easier to make sentences that don't make any sense because then you can think of the word eat quicker and get it get through it as opposed to sometimes if you think of the what you're saying too much you forget what you're spelling well that's can. my problem i'm trying to <laughs> tie them together or make yeah. it a linear thing yeah. hats on hats and then you forget you forget the next letter because you came up with some stupid quip yeah yeah exactly okay same category yeah. <clears throat> Okay, movies? Okay, go ahead. The game is called Snaps. 
when I was born, I knew that it was <laughs> fall. Really, though, surprising to think that a little baby would understand the concept of seasons. Don't get me wrong. I love autumn. The game is not snaps. <laughs> Can I answer it? Yeah. Is it weird science? It's so close. No, it's not. No. Come on. And maybe, well, let me do the second word. The game is not okay. snaps. Lately, I've been really excited to see this movie. Oh, the Weird Al movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's, I, I've noticed there's a lot of press for it. I like, think it's crazy. I think the trailer came out today, and uh, I think people were like, uh, Daniel Radcliffe playing Weird Al, I don't see it. But man, it's hard to, after seeing the trailer, imagine anyone else in that role. He's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, he really nails the look and the vibe. One it does thing look like I, I would have, I would have uh, said is about Weird Al is that he's a really tall guy. Obviously, Daniel Radcliffe yeah. is not. Um, but man, he sure looks like him. Here's what I don't know: Did first of all, did Weird Al write it? And secondly. Some of it appears to be sort of autobiographical, but then it clearly descends into fantasy or parody or something. Like, yeah, because I don't remember him being like some banged up drug addict crazy guy, right? Yeah, and him and Madonna like that, having a liquor-soaked affair. <laughs> Love affair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit out there. I kind of want it to be true. Like him all gacked out going into ER? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that part. <laughs> like, I don't, there's no way, right? Like, <laughs> also, just the um, my Bologna watching the wheels turn and him land on that was my Bologna the first one? I guess, yeah. I remember yeah. Ryer the Kaiser from Eye of the Tiger pretty early on. Think about the career yeah. that guy's carved out, man. Like, <laughs> does he play shows? Yes, yes. And he's actually a great performer and does has always been doing big shows. Like, it's, uh, like, I remember, like, I remember, it's like, he, hearing about his drummer or whatever, being great drummer he had, like, back way in the, in the 80s and 90s, so... And the, I imagine that uh, he's probably, uh, I mean, who wouldn't go if he's coming to a shed? Would, yeah, everybody's going. Because yeah. it's all hits with silly lyrics, right? Yeah. And if you're gonna, no one else can do, do it like that in that regard, you know what I mean? Like, it's just people love that stuff. I know. I, I enjoy it. Um but I don't know if I would buy a ticket to go see him. Well, I think if you want to go out for a night and have some laughs, I think that would be, I don't know, like it's, pro you know, if you're going to Creed or you're going to see, <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're going to going to see Hootie and the Blowfish, right? Like, the, what the hell? Why not? Weird Al. I guess. Right? I guess. I kind of like the... Um... I like the spirit of Weird Al, and I like the silliness of it. I've sort of introduced Indigo to him in the last couple of months, mostly because she's on a Michael Jackson um, uh, kick and yeah. uh, Eat It and Fat yeah. Yeah. are both Weird Al staples. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, <coughs> curious to see. I wonder. He uh, must have written it, though. Enough. Because it seems like it's even written in his uh, voice. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I'll have to look into it, too, and see. Um, I you couldn't believe it. It's in Harry Potter. You want to play one more round of snaps? Sure. 
Oh, it is. It's from a, a screenplay by uh, Eric Appel and Weird Al. Yeah, so it's a complete fantasy trip of, of his course. career. Oh, I dig it. Like, what a, what a crazy career he's had. Well, it's actually a pretty good idea if you're going to do an autobiographical movie is, like, make a bunch of it fake. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, yeah, so? <laughs> it's actually a great idea, because usually if they're trying to make it, oh, this is a factual stuff, it's always lame anyway. Yeah. It's always a cheap attempt at trying to capture it, so you might as well go doing... <laughs> Like him going fired up doing rails all night or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> like the unlikeliest history. Uncle LT styles. Yeah. Hitting it like nuts. By the way, um, LT uh, has a history, I didn't realize this, of reaching out to other artists who are going through mental health challenges and doing songs with them. And that's why he has a song with Britney right now that's number one in 33 countries. They well, sampled Tiny Dancer. I yeah, because they, they just did the same thing with uh, Dua Lipa, right? That yeah. was a massive hit. The, cold, and it was cold Rocket heart. Man. <laughs> yeah, that's like... Get him, get him. <laughs> like, I think he did it in like a half an hour, right? Go, yeah. Cool, huh? Well, I wonder if they would <laughs> use his original vocals. <laughs> Well, what's that from? Is that a song? Is cold, that a song cold heart, hard done Is that a song? You. Yeah, sure. Sacrifice, it's called. Oh, that's Sacrifice. Yeah. That's that song? Yeah. Oh, so and they took that sips. and Rocket Man. Oh, I thought it was like a fresh part because like, it's like mashups of his jams. Cold, cold heart. Is? Yeah. Hard done by you. <laughs> Some things looking better, baby. Just passing through. <laughs> you hear him throwing hoops in the battle. Throwing playing basketballs. <laughs> throwing three pointers. Yeah. It's actually genius because I don't even know if it's called a remix if he's using his own stuff. No, it's just cuts cutsies. So this song. Um, the other person comes in. The song he has with, with Britney Spears is. It's like Rocket the number Man. one song no, in the Tiny world. No, Tiny Dancer. Yeah. It's, it's giant, yeah. And it's called Hold Me Closer. Because it just goes, <laughs> Hold Me Closer. Over and over again. And then there's this other. Yeah. Hold Me Closer. How come all those heavy hitters want a guest on DJ Khaled's record? Riddle me that. <coughs> I think that's it's him. He's like a, de- a deal guy, right? He's a PR man. He's, He's so like an A&R greasy. guy, right? I guess he, yeah, he can get him in the room together. Um, oh. Have you heard, like, are your kids listening to Young Gravy? No, what is that? Young Gravy is a rapper. <laughs> Young Gravy? Yep, who has a, a remix of... Never gonna give you up, but it he has a rap over it. He sampled that song and he has a rap over it. And he's a lot of his lyrics are about how he likes moms and milfs and that's kind of his scene. And so Yikes. there's a TikToker named Addison Ray, and young gravy took her mom to the MTV video awards last night and they were making out on the red carpet and stuff. Oh my god. But he's um He's kind of a a greasy cat. Yeah, that's tough when your kids start listening to that stuff. Yeah. What are you going to do? How do you curb that? I know. Take it off. How are you going to take the gravy? Well, some of the. Get rid of the young gravy. Some of the references, I think, sail over their head. That's awful. I know, but eventually they're going to be clicking. Right now, they're just like. Connecting like, with it, then with memories, and all of a sudden he's like, this young guy. Gravy poster, young gravy poster on the wall. He was on the BFFs podcast with Dave Portnoy, and they're oh, just God. like before they start rolling. He's like uh, Dave Portnoy. They're just doing a little sound check or something. He goes, uh, "Hey man," and young gravy goes, "Hey, what's up, coward?" 
And Dave Portnoy's like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? He's like, what's going on, coward? Did you just <laughs> call me a coward? Yeah. It's like, what are you calling me a coward for? He's like, oh, that's just a term that people are using. Who's using? Like, he's like, oh, I just, maybe I just made it up. But you're coming and calling someone coward? It's so brash. Taking people's moms to award shows? Like, what the the hell are you doing listening to the Dave Portnoy show? Well, I don't, but every time you open social media, they have clips of like, Watch oh, this or right. this or someone on the red carpet oh, sure. or weird album. Don't you hate trailers. that? Every time you open up like Instagram, it's like, why do I have to see top three things I don't want to see? Fucking that that guy, the Portnoy guy, Joe Rogan, and or Jordan Peterson. Any of those yeah. three, I fucking like. Can I put a ban on that so I just don't have to see it? So you'd take because Young Gravy over those keep... guys. <laughs> Well, I'm, I don't even know anything about Young Gravy, but I'm just saying how <laughs> you're inundated on social media with a lot of these lunkheads, like they're some kind of czars of information. <laughs> <clears throat> Young Gravy's, yeah. aww. Young Gravy. Young Gravy's net worth is $2 million, but he talks about how he's like popping off the griddle and bag it like some Skittles. Well, and- I mean, if, if, if your kids like it, and, you know, young kids out in Truro, the guy's going to be a lot more rich than $2 million if it's that kind of party. Like, obviously, he's <laughs> exploding to the point of young kids knowing his music. Do you have a way to fire it up? What's that? The Young Gravy song, Betty. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I want you to hear it. I want you to listen live. We'll do a listening party. <laughs> You can hear Betty by Young Gravy. Okay, here we go. Here it comes. Okay. Uh, What the hell? This guy. He's six foot six. (laughs) What? And probably like a buck thirty, one of the maths. Is it the. Looks like a Breaking Bad guy? Is this like his avatar on iTunes? Yeah, probably. (laughs) <laughs> Breaking bad looking math. He looks like Gordon, like young Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah, yeah. He's six foot six and like <laughs> paper thin and wears silk robes and stuff. I thought it was Gordon Lightfoot. What's up, coward? That's him for sure. Mr. Clean? Yeah. Get money. Betty, Betty, get Betty, money. get money. That's it. Fire that up. Okay, here we go. Here comes young gravy. <laughs> Here we go. Girls are fired up about young gravy. It's just like Is this like country rap? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so it's so bad. I know I have so many questions about it. <laughs> So it's really it's like doing trying well to find on a radio. guy like out in a parking lot at an outback steakhouse that can't sing and then you know boom that's him. Like I know if he's if he bumps into Snoop Dogg backstage at the VMA Snoop's like man get away from me. But at the <laughs> same it? time he's he's obviously uh, figured out a shtick that is getting headlines and the songs on the radio. So did he just buy people's affection with that nostalgic song? Or is he good? I don't know enough about the gravy 
but I couldn't believe it when I seen it. It looks like a freaking, if you like pina coladas, I looks know. like that guy. <laughs> I know, he looks super 70s. It's very confusing, but it's working for whatever reason. Like I said, if your kids know him, that's all, that's all that matters. Kids are the popularity. best audience you can have, right? They're so well, diehard. It's number, it's number one. So if you're a musician that's popping to 10-year-olds plus, like the, the young kid, that, then you're already clearly on uh, the main highway of information. Because yeah. that's the number one for like getting people fired up. That's like you said, the K-pop thing. Yeah, 17. All 13 members, and I think it's owned by a record label. Yeah, for sure, 100%. <clears throat> Young Gravy. Gravy got cheese, now that's poutine. And Gravy Crockett, he has another lyric about how all, like, your girls on the gravy train. (laughs) Oh, my God. No. Good chatting, bud. Oh, yeah, I guess so, bud. Let's have a good one, eh? (laughs) 